Hello guys, and welcome here to Tinkle Sports Talk. Um, it's going to be a quick episode because i got to run off and do a porn shoot after this. <laughs> no, no it's not. It, we got a lot no, to talk about. Kidding. Yeah, I'm because only kidding. You don't want to see, see that video you... anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you only realize what he was actually, you know, having a mustache for. Yeah, so um, we'll talk about it in a little bit. So I'll explain <laughs> yeah, in just a little half while. Of the show. Yeah, second half of the show. Stay tuned. So um, in the meantime, though, let's not waste too much time. Um, you know, let's get right to the nitty gritty. Um, we missed a lot last week because of taping a little earlier but hey it's worth the wait guys Aaron Rodgers he wants out of Green Bay and Adam Schefter's taking a lot of heat for it we're not going to talk about that no. but um right now he has listed his top options as the Denver Broncos the Las Vegas Raiders and the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers yeah. um the San Francisco 49ers offered a trade on draft day which the Niners or the uh, Packers declined. Um, Rogers has also said, unless the GM is fired, he has no intention of returning. Um, Jason, you're a Packers fan, I guess. I want to hear your thoughts here. Uh, so I don't know how true this is, but apparently he was uh, mocking the GM in the locker room. Or not in the locker room, but just mocking the GM itself. Um, I don't re really recall what he was mocking him about, but Aaron Rodgers, uh, he, has, he has a lot on his plate, a lot on his mind. I wonder if it was, I wonder if Jeopardy is what's plaguing him from actually coming back. Because, he, you know, we only hear rumors about a lot of stuff. Aaron Rodgers himself really hasn't come out and stated if any of this stuff is really true or not. So we're just going off of a lot of speculation if if it's true, if it's not true. Is he going to be there? Um, is he going to show up for training camp? There's a lot of questions hmm. that still need to be answered. So, unfortunately, I still think that he's going to show up for training camp. I think he's going to play this season. Um, he, who knows? He could very well not play the whole entire season but I do, I do think that he's going to be there in training camp in some capacity I just don't think he's going to be done as a Packer just yet, yes I get it he doesn't have the greatest relationship with the GM right now, but doesn't mean he's still not going to play so um, yeah, I... I'm very intrigued about the San Francisco 49ers because he's from California and I'm pretty sure he was in line to be drafted by the San Francisco 49ers before Alex Smith was ultimately chosen in 2005. See, so there's history there. Not great history, but I, I I'll tell you, though, I think there's some truth to this. I, I think it's a little blown out of proportion by the media, mm -hmm. but I think he for sure is upset. I mean, look, oh, yeah. they haven't drafted a receiver in so many years. Um, they drafted one late, but really what impact is that wide receiver going to have? I mean, I don't see him having much of an impact. Um, well, it's, it's very tough because a lot of these late rounders, like even Stefan Diggs, he was a fifth round draft pick. Look yeah. where he is now. True. I mean, he's, he, he's one of the top receivers in the NFL. So it, 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 it all depends on how they use him and how he's going to fit in an NFL offense. Mm -hmm. So we really can't based off of like okay yeah he's a third rounder but you don't know he could be he could be another um jordy nelson type player mm -hmm. you, you never know a lot of these receivers like we didn't know Devonte adams was going to be a number one receiver because when he joined up with um with the packers he was behind randall cobb and jordy nelson we never knew he was going to become the top option in green bay yeah so but i don't know see I think at the end of the day, if they took the trade, they could have drafted Kyle Pitts at number three. They would have had Jimmy G and Jordan Love. I I I don't see why you wouldn't have taken that trade, to be honest. Like, and you're getting so many draft picks. Um, but again, I think the Packers did this to themselves. They give them no help. Um, you know, you thought it was gonna happen on draft or when we did our mock drafts. I didn't see it happening. Um, 
and again, um, they also, let's add to it as well that they drafted Jordan Love without telling him, okay? I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but if you draft a guy's replacement, you owe it to him to tell him that. Yeah, you do. Okay? You owe it to him to at least sit down and talk to him and say, hey, are you going to be okay if we draft your replacement this year? Especially because Rodgers is 37 years old. He's still got at least a couple more years left in the yeah. tank. Um, You know, this is just so... Like I said, they're, it seems like they're saying one thing and then they're doing something totally different. Like, you're saying you value uh, you value Aaron Rodgers, but you're not doing anything to show it yeah. at the end of the day. And But at the same time, I agree with what Terry Bradshaw said. Play out the rest of your contract. Don't be a baby about it, basically. Yeah, that's what I say. And I, I it's, even... it's harsh, but it's kind of true at the end it of the day. It is true. I just don't remember how many years he has left on his contract. I think he has two yeah. more. Um, two or three more. Why doesn't he just play it out and then retire? And then you yeah. can just go host Jeopardy or something like that. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure they're not going to be ready to come up with a permanent hey. host just yet. Who knows? But, I could be wrong. But, but to those who are blaming um, Shailene Woodley, to those who are blaming her... Just knock it off. You have something, you know, you clearly don't think very highly if you are blaming his fiance for this. Mm -hmm. um, again, um, this has been boiling over years, In my, yeah. if I had to guess, okay? Um, don't blame her for coming in and doing that, okay? Another thing is, he's not even committed to his family, okay? He doesn't talk to his parents, um, no, I don't. If he doesn't stand behind his family, what made you think he wasn't going to flip the switch there eventually and say, I want out? Okay. And family is the utmost loyalty. If you don't, yeah. if you're not loyal to your family, I don't trust you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the, the thing about Aaron Rodgers is that I guess he has a very strong point. Brian uh, Gutkunst, I think, uh, Gut. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't want to botch it and make it sound but like it's a lot worse than it is, don't, but I don't... I, I'm sorry, everybody that is a Packers right. fan. If you know how to pronounce it a lot better, just let me know. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name very well, <laughs> clearly, but let's just say the GM for the Packers has not done enough to help out Aaron Rodgers, and, uh, and he's got every right to be upset. I mean, he he's... He's got no O-line help. He keeps on getting sacked. Yeah, I mean, there's been seasons where he's had a broken collarbone. Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't get any help on the offense mm -hmm. at all. So he has every right. They always seem to go after helping out that defense. Yeah. And, and there's a big reason, you know, why. Because that defense is, like, one of the top defense in the NFL. But it's great and all. But when you have Aaron Rodgers, who mm -hmm. likes to be able to put up points and defend against a lot of these teams. Don't get me wrong, you know, Packers have done well. Last two seasons they went thirteen and three. That's twenty six and six. In the last two seasons under mm. um Yeah. Under their head coach there. See, they made the right choice with the head coach though. Mm -hmm. They made the right choice whether Rogers agrees with it or not. But I, I will also say that Rodgers has no right to go and get him, uh, the GM, fired. That's the owner, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, you forget, the Packers don't have an owner. Oh, yeah, they're owned by the fans. Yeah. So, so yeah, it would have to be the GM. I hate okay, to say it. Okay, the team principal, okay? Whoever's in charge. Whoever makes the high-up decision, okay? Um, again, it's just... You know, Rodgers has no right to do that, okay? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I understand his frustration. Um, and another thing he's got to understand, too, is the Packers aren't going to... I don't think the Packers are going to deal him, okay? He's too oh. much of a cap casualty. If you got rid of him, you would never be able to rebuild. So... Yeah, and Green Bay always seems to run into this situation. They always bring in somebody great, gets towards the end of their career, and then it's like, oh, well, we're just going to get your replacement. See you later. Bye. Yeah. That, that always seems to be their strategy, and I just don't like it. They did it with uh, Brett Favre, you know, mm -hmm. getting 
his replacement in Aaron Rodgers in 2005, and then he ultimately left in 2007. Does that mean that Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. might be seeing out like because Jordan Love's been there for the last couple of years? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure he's heading into his third. This is his second season because it was last See? year they drafted him. Aha! Aha! See? Do you see the trend that I'm trying to get? At? Do you see the trend yeah. I'm getting at? But two years into his season, does that mean into his third season he's going to be the starter? Because that's where it seems like it's treading to. History but, seems to be repeating itself, unfortunately. Yeah. But again, I, and I state this once again before we change uh, topic here. Um, you owe it to him to at least tell him that you're drafting mm-hmm. his replacement. Okay? He deserves Excuse me. He deserves every right to know who his draft picks are. Because at the end of the day, the quarterback... And Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. He has earned that respect. He has earned that right, not to make the draft choice, but to at least know who the team is taking, right? Or have some some form of input, some form. Um. But anyway, let's move on to the NFL draft now. Speaking of that, um, I guess I got to tell you, number one on the big surprise list is uh, Trey Lance going number three. I guess I'm not shocked about it because I did choose him. Because it originally did have, in all the mock drafts, it had Justin Fields getting chosen number three. I switched him like, you know what? Trey Lance makes so much more sense for San Fran to go after than Justin Fields. Trey Lance has a bigger... And better arm, and yes, he can run a lot better than Justin Fields. So, I think they chose yeah. the right quarterback there for their system. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not going to start right away. Other, though. Who do you think was the other surprise? Uh, I'm surprised Mac Jones fell all the way to 15th. Um, but I will tell you though what the turning point in the draft was, because I think New England had their sights set on Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's no doubt there. Um, so now, Jalen Waddle gets drafted by Miami. Um, that messes up Detroit's pick. Detroit gets Panay Suell. Okay, that was kind of yeah. expected. Patrick Sertain is what actually is where the dominoes really started to fall. Because now, Patrick Sertain was going to be the Cowboys pick. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubts about that, um, which forced the hand of this wild Eagles trade, which I call it wild because it's interdivision and it's something you never see. Um, okay, right. so once certain uh, went off the boards, they're like, okay, the Eagles want to trade us. Micah Parsons is going to be available. He's not getting drafted by the Eagles or the Giants, so we'll trade back. And sure enough, Devontae Smith to the Eagles. Uh, Giants fan punched the wall in at his house because he was so mad. If you haven't seen the video, go look it up. It's actually pretty funny. Um, but then, of course, that... I'm pretty sure... She... Didn't Chicago also have to move up to get yeah, uh, but, their quarterback? But I don't think they could have done that if the Eagles hadn't jumped and taken Devontae Smith. Okay, because we know the Giants wanted him. And the Giants, they knew if they traded down, they weren't going to get Devontae Smith. Well, the Giants, didn't they just get um, one of the top receivers, too? And um... they, got an, they got another good receiver. I don't remember who, but... Yeah, the former Lions uh, receiver. Uh, Galladay, I believe, right? Yeah, they got Kenny Galladay. Yeah. And they imagine? still got... Uh... That's why the Eagles, I think, were scared. Eagles knew that they already had Kenny Galladay. The pair up mm-hmm. Devontae Smith. Well, I don't think they're Kenny scared Galladay? of Danny Dimes. I don't think they're scared of him. Danny Dimes yeah, is You give him two of the top receivers, he might actually... His production might go up a little bit more. We'll see. Then you have um, two top receivers to help you, to bail you out. But, but to be honest... I was just going to say... What actually shocked me the most was the pairing, the, the reunion of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Yeah. That was what shocked um, me. And to be honest, the draft was so deep with offensive linemen, it really wouldn't have hurt them if they, if they didn't draft an O-line there. I kind of wish mm-hmm. they did, 
but um, again, it really didn't hurt them because, let's face it, skill positions, you either get it or you don't, okay? Once right. you get into the later rounds, you may find a gem, but you're not going to find much in the way of starters down the road, okay? Offensive line, defensive end, these kinds of positions that are not key skill positions, you're going to find them everywhere in the draft, okay? Someone, of all of them, there's a lot of them that are going to make it somehow. Um, so, I'm not shocked by that. I am shocked that, and you want to know what though? The Bears taking Justin Fields worked out for the best because I don't think he was going to be a fit in New England. No, I don't think so either. Look at how uh, Cam Newton's fitting in that system. See, Not very good. That would have been Ma the same exact thing for Justin Fields if he went there. Mac so. Jones Mac Jones is, and I, I've ripped, you heard me on the last show, I ripped Alabama quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I ripped Ohio State quarterbacks. I never... I never really put together that, hey, maybe Mac Jones lands with New England. And, of course, Mac Jones is exactly what Bill Belichick needs. A right. big-gutted, slow-moving, good-passing quarterback. I mean, that's what Tom Brady was when he came out of college, and look at what happened. Right. And and um, uh, some news here. This is their first highest drafted quarterback since Drew Brees in 1993. That's some odd news right there. Who's that? Uh, New England. New England. Yeah. The last time that they drafted high in, uh, quarterback high in the first round was Drew Brees in 1993. Backtracked to 2021. Almost. Oh, Drew Bledsoe, you mean? Yeah, Drew Bledsoe. You said I, Drew Brees. Sorry. <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe in 1993. Um, yeah, <laughs> a gem that talk about uh, that was, you know, not not really named much anymore. <laughs> the quarterback that also played one Super Bowl and lost to the Green Bay Packers yeah. back in the day. But hey, who knows? Mac Jones might, if built up correctly, he could very well be that next Tom Brady like quarterback that they need. Uh, am I scared? Eh, maybe, but. Yeah. You know what they say about Alabama quarterbacks. And to see I mean, what New England's been doing as of late, I don't know if I would be okay uh, with having him learn see, under Cam Newton. See, I think he can learn a little bit from Cam Newton. But I think having Josh McDaniels, having Bill Belichick, um, I think he's going to fit that system well at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, you know... Belichick had uh, blood so to learn from, but of course this is different. Um, I think he's not going to start out of the gates. Um, it's been made clear that Cam Newton is going to be the starter, but I think give it a few weeks, Mac Jones is going to be in the game, and I think he's going to impress. I don't think it's going to be this year that they take down the Bills, but... It may take a few years, but I think eventually they're going to be right back to where they were with Tom Brady. If if things pan out right, I mean they I got two. They also got two really good tight ends, by the way. I mean, I so agree they had, that they did, but Hunter Henry's been kind of. If he can stay healthy, he's a really good tight yeah. end. He's the guy who doesn't have, drop passes. Um, they also have. Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith wasn't terrible either. So, yeah, they do have two pretty good tight ends. The whole problem is, are they going to get the ball? True. That's the problem. Cam Newton ain't no passer. Mm -hmm. He showed that yeah. a lot last year. Exactly. And who's to say that can't happen a lot this year? Yeah, just because you give yeah. Cam Newton talent doesn't mean he's going to be able to find them. Um. So, I'm not going to lie, too. I had another wild prediction. Um. I knew... I, I had a feeling Kyle Pitts was going to go to Atlanta. Yeah, um, We kind of both figured that. Um, what I thought highest, was... He's also the highest pick tight end in the... The, the, the NFL draft history. Modern era. Yeah. Um, so then I'm thinking here, I'm sitting there, I'm reading through, and I'm like, they drafted him. Wouldn't it be something if they drafted Kyle Trask in the second round? 
and took his quarterback and his quarterback learns from Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that'd be cool. Next thing I know, he drops to 32nd and the Bucks scoop him up. So the Bucks have their future replacement for Tom Brady. Um, I think that's good for them, honestly. Um, Wait, what do you mean that they chose him in the 32nd? No, the Tampa Bay chose uh, edge rusher. Oh, then it was the third round, but Kyle Trask got drafted by Tampa. That much I know. Mm-hmm. So that was a shocker that he fell to them. Um, then, of course, the other big surprise, Najee Harris going to Pittsburgh as well. Yeah, I was um, just going to... No, honestly, I wasn't shocked that they were going to choose a running back. I think I'm pretty sure I did say in, my mo- in our mock draft uh, episode that it wouldn't shock me if Pittsburgh goes after a running back. And what do they do? They go after a running yeah. back. The one that they... That's the position that they yeah. needed the most because... They got rid of James Conner. He went yeah, to Arizona. Yeah. Um, so it made so much sense choosing a running yeah. back in the first round. I thought it would be at the end. I was not – what I found kind of stupid by the Jacksonville Jaguars in that next pick. They, at the end. Right? Uh, Etienne. Etienne. Or Etienne. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but, hey, it gives, some, it gives Trevor Lawrence some familiarity. Um it does. No surprise here, though. Uh, Urban Meyer also tapped into Ohio State's uh, roster in the draft, too. I, that's not surprising. But the thing is, yes, you have him. But you have James Robinson, who had a gr- outbreak year last year, and you're going to get another running back? Oh. Yeah, so... Anyway. You're taking a big risk. You're taking a big risk with a lot of these uh, first round draft picks, especially him. I know he was, you know, slated. Everybody was saying, oh, it, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo makes the most sense. No, well, let me tell you something. Buffalo already has enough running backs. Well, worst case, next year, mm-hmm. we could always, you know, get one in the draft next year if somehow. Both Zach Moss and Singletary don't plan out this year. Hmm. You know, we could still go after one next year. Yeah. Um. Just so Jacksonville with that oh. pick, just I don't know. I'm shaking my head. I just think I feel like they could have done a little bit better with the 25th pick. Yeah. So anyway, let's skip ahead a little bit. Um, I know I wanted to talk about the one story but let's go to amazon taking over thursday night football for a year earlier than expected Mm -hmm. um so it won't be on nfl network after this season it won't be on fox um fans that don't like joe buck are saying thank the lord he's gone (laughs) but oh boy what are your thoughts here um i don't know It, it it's kind of going to be interesting. It's going to be something different for a lot of fans because not everybody has Amazon Prime. So yeah. I think you're going to lose some viewership in a way. Unless you're a football fan and you're like, shit, I got to get Amazon Prime now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like, trust me, there's a lot of stuff off of Amazon. Just go Amazon Prime. Then you get um, Thursday Night Football. I understand that, you mm. know, it's not the most intriguing thing football-wise. You know, a lot of the NFL Thursday night games aren't appealing, especially this past mm-hmm. season. They, A lot of the games weren't appealing because, you know, COVID happened and a lot of games got moved off yeah. of Thursday night football to Monday or Tuesday, even Wednesday, I think. there. I think there was a Wednesday game. Yeah. Um, But this year, I can't see games getting moved. You know, I'm not going to go into the whole details about that we all know what you know but i don't know like, like do you see viewership kind of going down because not it's a lot gonna of people go down. have amazon prime okay it's gonna go down um it's gonna go down for at least a few more years until and you're gonna lose i mean you're saying you're catering to the 18 to 49 age gap which is mm-hmm. um obviously if you know anything about tv ratings that's the age group everyone's targeting because that's the future Right. Okay, 50 and older, they don't care about. It became apparent with the way they made that deal. 
Um, you know, because obviously someone who's in that age group, I'm not trying to discriminate, but that age group, they don't know much about this new stuff, this new streaming. <laughs> um, some, A lot of them do. I'll give the ones credit that do, mm-hmm. but there aren't many who don't... Um, there are not many who know what to do streaming wise um mm-hmm. so they're gonna lose that audience um but i will tell you though um i wish they didn't take the thursday night deal um i wish they had gone for the nfl sunday ticket deal again i yeah. i have I ranted and raved for years about how direct tv should lose it mm-hmm. um to be honest, I wish they made a run at it because they I think they have more money than AT&T and DirecTV has right now. And it only makes sense because Verizon and Yahoo and NFL have a good partnership right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? It only makes sense to rip it away from AT&T and DirecTV. So, right. again, it's when is this going to happen? I you know, just rip it from them because it's they're they're not even really trying to profit on it. If they were really trying to profit on it, they would sell Sunday Ticket regardless of if you had a DirecTV membership. Right. So, and DirecTV is a sinking ship anyway. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I say the I point. Like, it, it's just gonna lose viewership, and yeah, you're you're gonna have to like f- yeah. eventually find like a way where both the streamers mm-hmm. and both older generation can yeah. both. You know, kind of like watch it in a way. Mm-hmm. I say just offer it on a local do. network. Come on. I mean, or offer it. You know, put it on FS1. How's about that? Okay, we'll yeah, exactly. we'll we'll compromise. Okay, it doesn't have to be on Fox. Put it on FS1 every couple weeks, or put it on NFL Network. Ooh, Ooh. here's the thing I can think of. Hmm. You can still have Thursday Night Football. But have like the taped version be on like local TV. Like, yeah. okay, if you missed it on Thursday, you can watch it the next day on like yeah, local on television. NFL Network. Even that would be so um, that because like, yeah, that see, lose some viewership when it's live. But, see, but then the, you can still be able to rewatch it if yeah. you were able to. So I mean, it'd be nice. I don't know if it's a possibility, especially with social media. I know I've said. Uh, you know they're cater they're catering to the younger age group but mm. the other thing they're doing here is again the older generation does know how to use social media um so at the end of the day they could log into social media and be like oh fucking mm, you know like now i found out the score of the game um i was going to watch it on nfl network later um you know so Anyway, let's move forward here. Uh, the NBA. Uh, LeBron came back briefly. Um, now he's dealing with more ankle issues. Um, he's slated to miss, I believe, the most games he's missed in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can feel for him because coming back from a high right ankle sprain, not the easiest thing in the world to come back from. Right, and I'm pretty sure this is his, like, first time that he's actually had like an injury like this too so look um to those who hate on lebron constantly call him you know oh he's a wimp he's weak like you know look okay you have not you've clearly never dealt with an ankle sprain so just can it Mm -hmm. Um, um i really do think that the lakers are in trouble here i mean lebron ad just don't seem mm-hmm. to be able to stay healthy right now. It sounds um, like the Knicks the, years ago. Not not saying that the Lakers don't have a bad team and still don't have a way to like make playoffs. They're going to make playoffs in some capacity, even if it means they have to play in. Right now, they are currently the sixth seed, mm-hmm. so they don't have to worry about the play-in tournament. Doesn't mean that they're going to keep that seed. They could very well mm-hmm. drop out in the seventh or eighth, which would be... An interesting turn for a, a team that just came off of a championship uh, run last season in the mm. bubble against the Miami Heat. Sorry, Brian. Um, yeah, sorry. The fact they got there impresses me enough. I know. 
and I, I definitely I definitely give them their dues. Um, I didn't. They didn't deserve to be were, there. I, I didn't even think that they were going to get there in the first place. They even get there in a bubble. Uh, it's it's tough. I get it. You're playing in the same court literally every single night, and you're playing on the same court you practice on. So that's what kind of made it a little bit different. Like you're you've seen teams that weren't going to be able to do so great kind of mm. do great because you're playing on the same core you're practicing on but again um i i, I honestly have like when you see teams that just won a championship you don't see them struggling mm -hmm. the next year typically yes you know some do some don't um uh, you know mavericks were one of those teams that struggled the year after they won the championship in 2012 they won mm. 36 and 30 I think they were like a very low seed and got swept. Hmm. Actually, well, basically got swept by the the Thunder. Uh, of course, you know the Thunder went on to play against the Heat and lost. But hmm. again, um, I just don't see the Lakers being a high seed, and I don't see them as the favorite in the um, West anymore. I hate to say it. LeBron's not going to come back from that the same. Let's put it that way. Um, it definitely showed the few games he was back. He was not anywhere near the same as what he was before the injury. Yeah, hence why they lost so, three games in a row. Um, Just got back on that but, winning streak. But right now, they do not have a very good yeah. row to the playoffs going forward. Can I, they have they had the Clippers. I think they lost yeah. the Clippers. They have... Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, the Phoenix Suns, like those are all the Suns. Are... I think the Suns are the favorite. I think. Yeah, honestly. I think so too. And I, I, that's why I said the Suns and Nets. But I know we didn't have this written down. I'm just gonna talk to this now. I think the Nets are overrated. They just lost to my Mavericks last night. Yeah, the Mavs are eight out of their last ten. By the way, we're calling. We're, we're recording this on a Friday. They played them on Thursday. Um. Hmm. Uh, speaking of that, the Mavs have mm. just won eight of their last ten games, and yes, I know I'm wearing a Przingis jersey. Yeah, you can tell. I still, but I have to rip on Przingis here. Mm -hmm. If you can win that many games and do it mostly yeah. without Kristaps Przingis, why the hell did you need to sign him to a massive contract extension in the first place? Mm. Yeah, um, you should have let him walk. I hate to say it, you should have let him walk. Yes, you traded yeah. for him, but. Doesn't mean he's worth five years max money. It's like Percy Harvin with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. They won without him, so they're like, hell, we'll trade him. We don't care. Um, you know, um, yeah, I don't know if the Mavs are the favorites, though. I, I, no, they're definitely I, not I, the I think they're far from it, but they They're a lot they could further surprise. along than they were last year. They yeah. beat fifth and just beat Slowly getting the favorite better. out of the East. I'll take it. Yes. I'll take it. Slowly getting better. That's all I yeah. gotta say. Slowly. I think Luca Luca's finally becoming that all star player that the Mavs were hoping that, for him to become. Mm -hmm. Taking over games. He's averaging a triple double mm -hmm. almost every night. Um Yeah, he's he had you know, he, him and Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is finally becoming that player that the Mavs were hoping he would have been with a trade from the Knicks. Where's Kristaps? Kristaps has been hurt a lot. He's hardly hmm. been on the on the floor. And I think I hate to say it, I really do think that he's jealous of Luca's success. Hmm. He he he's like, why should I have to play with this kid if he's just gonna literally be the six the superstar? Hmm. That should be me. I think Kristaps is literally saying I should be the all star. Luca should be hmm. the one that's you know kind of riding my coattail, not the other way around. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, I don't think Kristaps feels like he belongs in Dallas, and it's starting yeah. the show. Be honest, you know, I gotta say I'm liking this. Although I still think you guys made the mistake holding on to Rick Carlisle so long, but hey, it is what it See, is. I hate to say it, I keep on saying it, but if Rick can show me that I may be wrong and he can still win games with the guys he's got. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say anymore. Rick always seems to find a way to make things work. And right now he's making, showing me that he can make things work. Yeah. And he's got a better roster this year than he did last year. And you want to know why? Because they're focusing more on defense. And it's definitely showing mm -hmm. in the, after the All-Star break. After the All-Star break, the Mavericks have been re looking really good. Their defense has been really good. Um, and 
Kristaps, yeah, mm. he brings offensive production, but he ain't bringing no defense. I feel like when we have him out on the floor, he's hurting the team more defensively than he is helping them out. Right now, without him, our defensive efficiency is up. Our offensive mm. efficiency seems to be mm. a lot way, a lot more up. And it wouldn't shock me if this is probably going to be his last season Dallas. Mm. Yes, I know I he has a lot of money and he's going to be a high responsibility for Dallas if we do trade him. We would have to pay him out for three more years after this year. Actually, no, I think four four more, either three or four more years after this mm. season if we were to trade him because this is his first season under that five-year deal. Yeah. So yeah. It, right. it's a big reliability. Um, All right, we got to quickly talk about the uh... – Play in turn. Sorry, we're running okay, a little so the, behind here. No, you're so. fine. This is the play in tournament. Seventh versus the, it goes up against the eighth. Ninth goes up against the tenth. Loser of the seventh versus eighth plays the loser of the ninth and tenth. Huh? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> Love okay. those uh, blooper reels. Seventh, but hey, seventh goes up against the eighth. Ninth goes up against the tenth. The loser of the seventh and eighth. Faces off against the loser of the ninth to determine the remaining seeding. So whoever wins the seventh versus the eighth, it basically becomes the seventh seed. Whoever wins between the loser of the eighth and the ninth basically becomes, you know, the seed for the eighth seed. Hmm. I I know that seems very confusing. It seems like a round robin, kind of. I see. What would have made sense more if it was seventh against tenth, eighth against ninth. Whoever hmm. you know goes up against that you know wins but to be honest know, they, they always like to do things that make people like what <laughs> to be honest this is just I, I don't like this i can't back it up i'm i'm agreeing with lebron here whoever made this should have been fired okay yeah i agree plain and simple this is stupid okay if you're in the east and you're the seventh and eighth seed chances are you barely belong there sorry uh we're all right, but yeah, so chances are if you were in the 7th or 8th seed in the East, you barely belong there to begin with. If you if you finish 9th or 10th in the East, yeah, if you fall to the 9th or the 10th um, in the East, you don't deserve to be there. I'm sorry, okay? You finish 9th or 10th in the East, you have bigger problems than trying to play into the tournament, Okay. At least in the West, it makes a little more sense. Um, not much, but it makes a little bit of sense. Um, right. You know, because at least, you know, you can debate, well, maybe the ninth deserved to be there. Um, chances are usually once you drop from ninth to tenth, there's a little bit more of a competition gap there. So, I mean, chances are they're either mediocre or just haven't reached their full potential throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So, again, I, I don't like this. I think, you know, this is a way to try to compete with March Madness, which is something they'll never be able to beat as far as entertainment goes. Um, mm -hmm. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, um, yeah, I think you're right there. They're definitely going to um, compete with... They're trying to, like, compete with the NCAAs you know, play yeah. or the, f the first four there. It seems like mm -hmm. it's the same motto. Yeah. But, so, I don't know. It just, it just makes no sense to mm -hmm. me. Um, I guess we'll go forward. Yes. Yeah. Mayweather, Logan Paul. It's on. It's on. It's on. Um, a little bit, a day later than we thought, uh, but no. that's still. I'm glad it's a Sunday thing. fight though. It's nice to um, see a Sunday fight for once. Um, yeah, I know it's gonna be it's gonna but, be interesting. But we hey, both can, got the days off for it. So yeah, can we both point? Watch. Can we both point out the uh, um, the fight actually might have just started in the press conference. Um, so Jake Paul, Logan Paul were there. Uh, Jake Paul rips Mayweather's hat off as they're sitting there talking, mm -hmm. and says, "I got your hat. I got your hat." Um, and then Jake Paul proceeds to get beaten the living crap out of by uh, Mayweather and his boys there. Mm -hmm. um, all over a hat. And uh, Mayweather uh, said something. First off, I'm sorry, you don't you don't threaten this. 
out in public. Um, but he's like, I'll kill you. Okay. Um, I Look, I hate Jake Paul. I hate Logan Paul as much as the yeah. next guy. You don't threaten to kill a guy. I'm sorry. But you have to understand one thing mm-hmm. about uh, fighting and like WWE, MMA and stuff like that. Yeah. That's how you create heat. That's yeah. how you make the fight good. True. That's what brings in viewership. That's true, what true. makes people want to buy it. Yeah. That's, that's I'm an amateur when it comes it. to fighting, folks. I get it. What he said was a little too far. And yeah. Everybody can take it their Over own a way. hat, too. Over a hat, I should mention. <sighs> I know, but... but you want to know just, what... He, he knows how to create heat. He's but, been there. He's been fighting 50 other guys. He's undefeated yeah. still. A so wise he knows man, how to create heat. I was going to say, a wise man once told me, don't poke the bear. I think Jake Paul and Logan Paul are going to pay for that. Okay. Oh, yeah. You don't poke the bear. Okay. Um, yeah. Logan Paul is uh, Logan Paul is a walking L. That's what his first... Mm. That's what the initial in his first name is. Okay? <laughs> he lost his first fight. Okay? Exactly. You want to know what? I want to switch them both. Okay? Jake Paul can fight Floyd Mayweather. Okay? You thought his entourage was bad? Wait till you get in the ring with them. Jake Paul would get the absolute fucking crap whooped out of him. Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way. He would be the one heading out on a stretcher after that fight. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he'd get too exhausted trying to take those cheap jabs at him and missing, yeah. and all Mayweather would have to do is just go pow, pow, pow right to his face and knock him out. It wouldn't shock me if it would be a first round mm-hmm. knockout for Mayweather, but something mm-hmm. tells me this will get a little played out. Um, I think I it's gonna know. play I've out. I've never seen. I never seen Mayweather fight before, so I don't know how he is. But for yeah. having the record he does against actual boxers, I give well, him all minus the, the, the scrub and uh, McGregor. Okay, he kind of did. Yeah. he kind of did fight a scrub fight against McGregor. Well, they got called too short. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Pacquiao fight to me was his best fight. Okay, yeah, and even then, it was a little bit of controversy around it, but. Um, um, also what should be noted before we go to break is the undercard. Um, what is with, what is with these boxing matches and the celebrity undercard? I uh, don't understand it. Uh, Chad Johnson, the former wide receiver of the Cincinnati Bengals apparently is going to be fighting in the undercard. I don't know who it's going to be against. You're watching on the... It could be very well against the other J, the other Paul brother. Very well no, put. don't do it. That's just I, don't give it. I know. Don't give another scrub to Jake Paul. Okay, give the scrub to Logan Paul. At the end of the day, um, you know, I want to. You know what? Can we scrap Chad Johnson and just let Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan finish what they started years yes. ago? Oh Come my on. God! Do it! Do it! Do it. <laughs> Chad Johnson, get, get yeah, on the Chad phone Johnson. With, uh, with Corlin Finnegan, oh my God. make it happen. I'm sorry. Get him in a what boxing is... ring. That'd be the greatest thing ever, right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's wrong with Chad Johnson? That's all I gotta say. What's wrong with him? <laughs> um, he's, he's just a cocky, arrogant prick. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be it. But anyway, now's a good time to take our first break here. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna have some MLB news. Uh, Blue Jays got a new stadium. Um. Mm-hmm. A future Hall of Famer might be done. We also got a no-hitter to talk about. Then we've got um, possibly, we're talking about fight night. Let's backtrack a few days and talk about another big fight night. And then, of course, we got Tinkle on this this week. Um, we'll be right back, though, right after the anchor break. So until then, or we'll be back in about a minute. All right, welcome back to tinkle sports talk um let's get started um it wouldn't be a tinkle sports talk episode without us talking about a no hitter um i'm loving this i love the no hitters so uh john means of the baltimore orioles threw a no hitter this week we want to congratulate him on that feat of course again um i've said it a few shows ago i'll say it again if you can throw a no-hitter or you're close to throwing a no-hitter or a perfect game, I don't care if you're playing against 
my guys, the Minnesota Twins, by the way. Um, should I turn around and show you whose jersey this is real quick, actually? Let me just see. All right, can you see the whole back of it? Yeah, Donaldson. Yeah, Josh Donaldson. He's the man, uh, the myth, the legend. Um, but anyway, um, you know, I, I said it again. Um, I'm going to root for you. I don't care if you're playing my guys. I don't care if you're the New York Yankees. I hate the Yankees with the passion, but I don't care. Um, a no-hitter or perfect game is a huge accomplishment, and only so few accomplish it, except for this year, where it seems to happen every single week. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, we do have some other news, too. Uh, Jason, I think we got a road trip coming up, bud. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Buffalo Blue Jays are back temporarily. But, hey, we're going to enjoy it. We got another. We got a real New York team now, um, the on, Buffalo Blue Jays. <laughs> In baseball, we do. Come on. New York oh, City. Yeah, New York City is fake New York, okay? Plain and simple. <laughs> um, so the Blue Jays are back in Buffalo playing at Salem's Field, effective June 1st, until the Toronto thing is sorted out. I'm assuming beyond that, too. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um at least for the rest of this year. Uh, it'll be... Um, New York State has released some new guidelines, of course. Um, if you are fully vaccinated, you can go to the game at, just like you are in Texas, 100% capacity. However, there is one or two sections that have to be roped off for non-vaccinated individuals. Now, we're not going to dive into the politics of that. But so that section has to be 33% capacity, socially distanced with a mask. The vaccinated people, no social distancing, just a mask. Hmm. Okay, that's the rules. Um, the Blue Jays, now again, we're not going to dive into that because we don't talk politics on yeah. here. Um, but the uh, Blue Jays are going to allow 22% capacity despite New York regulations. Uh, Jason. Um, I guess your first thought, I'm going to guess your first thought at least, um, we're going to a game probably. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going to a game. Um, mm-hmm. just let me know what it is. Yeah. So I can All take right. off beforehand one and two. Um, I don't know. 22% capacity seems a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it'll get up in a, in a few weeks. I think I mean, they want to probably... start out slow. See how things work. Yeah. It's always best to be on the safe side than be on the sorry mm. side um yeah 22 capacity seems a little bit better you can space people out a lot better mm. during 22 percent capacity um it's but you know what? i'm okay with blue jays playing in mm. buffalo um i'm pretty sure last year when they were in buffalo they did pretty decent yeah there, so. they made the playoffs they didn't do well in the playoffs but they made it that's hey, what's important that's all that matters um <laughs> Again, they're especially with a very limited season like they had last year too. And they're okay this year. Um, I'll I'll leave it at that. They're okay this year. Um, they're not really peaking yet. Um, mm-hmm. but regardless, the fact that now Upstate New York has a professional team here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, keep in mind Buffalo's Buffalo baseball is AAA baseball. Um, so they don't have professionals there, but they are affiliated with the Blue Jays. Um, this is going to help the upstate New York economy so much, I think. Um, again, I didn't want to dive into the politics, but I'm just going to say it's going to help upstate New York businesses that are already struggling due to the pandemic. Um, you know, Duff's, um, you know, these small little local restaurants that are up there, it'll help them out. And you want to know what? It's good exposure for the city, too, and it's good exposure for upstate New York. Um, So, of course, none of the Toronto fans from Canada will be able to come down here and watch it. That's the only downside. The only only thing that sucks is that it literally have to be all the New York fans Mm. going there. And, hey, you know, they don't have to go there and support the Blue Jays. They can go there and support, like, if their team is playing up against the... The Blue Jays. Hey, but it's good because now those fans don't have to travel. They don't have to make plans to go to New York City to watch the Yankees play or the Mets play. 
They don't have to make plans to go to Toronto and spend all this money. It's in their backyard now, which is great. <laughs> it's it's good. Honestly, I'm loving it. But I do think it's going to be the last season that's probably going to happen. I, I, I think Toronto so, too. being back there next year, though. But I think if it goes well... Could MLB explore that option of having a Buffalo franchise professionally? I don't know, because baseball is very, very tight on their govern or governance. But yeah, um, don't they already have like thirty teams in MLB? They do. They'd have to add two because they play yeah. daily. So, um, so or they'd have to move one. one. Maybe move. You know what? How's about this? Let's move the Marlins out of Miami because they're a dumpster fire to begin with. And let's move them to Buffalo. Oh, or no, Actually, let's <laughs> switch. Actually, correction. Let's switch it. Miami goes to AAA to replace the Buffalo Bisons. And uh-huh. the Bisons become the new professional team in the NL East. I mean, I guess I could try to see about exploring any options for that. But, um... Just... Just don't tell the Pakulas you're gonna do it, because <laughs> you know you know they hear professional team in Buffalo and, and they say where it. do they, we own it? Do we own and it? The, <laughs> and they want to put their their, their their little stamp of yeah. approval. Then on it's it. come here, my precious. Yeah, pretty okay. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I haven't even had any coffee, so this is fun. <laughs> but um. Albert Pujols was released by the LA Angels this week too. Um, this was the last year of his ten-year, two hundred and fifty million dollar deal. Um, I think this is the end for him. Um, Six hundred and sixty plus home runs. He's a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt here. Um, everything he's done in his career, he's earned it. Um, mm-hmm. But. Um, I'm glad he's out of L.A. To be honest, the Angels are like the Mets of the AL, okay? They they are the second-tier L.A. team that mm-hmm. will unfortunately always struggle to find success. Right. So. I think he was better where he was before him. Uh, St. Louis. Yeah. The, yeah. Usually with the Cardinals. I, I, I remember th- hearing everything about the Cardinals with Albert Pujols when I used to watch... <sighs> I think yes, he was yeah, a better like a fit little... there. Um, he fit the system so better. I think, was, I think he was a really good player. I do think he's going to be a Hall of Famer for sure. Cause I think first ballot. Before... Okay, you hit 600 home runs in today's MLB, the steroid mm-hmm. era, and you come out with negative steroid tests. I think that makes you great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so... He, he, he was just, you know, nobody's going to be able to, like, match his status, especially in today's MLB. I hate to say mm. it. I just No, because there's too much drug testing. There's too much PEDs. And even mm. if you do match it, you know, you do PEDs once you're crucified in the MLB. You're done. Yeah. It don't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter if you hit 800 home runs. You will never, ever make the Hall of Fame. You will never, ever be recognized as one of the greatest, even if you clean up your act. Okay. Right. You test positive. Let me put it this way: If I was drafted today, okay. Um, if I was drafted into the MLB today, or you were drafted into the MLB today, and your first year in the majors, you you and I took steroids to get our numbers up. We hit three fifty three. You know, we hit three fifty three. We hit forty home runs, a hundred and twenty something RBIs. Um, you know, you win the MVP, you get drug tested, you test positive. Now you're suspended the first 80 games of next season. Okay. You come back from that, you swore to be clean and you kept clean for the next 18, 19 years and still put up those numbers and you were drug tested regularly the entire time. You're crucified. I'm sorry. You are crucified. Your head is off. Um, it doesn't matter at that point. You know, you end your career, you're 40, you hit 700 home runs in your career. Sorry, that's an asterisk next to it. I don't make the rules, they make the rules. Um, right. This was cancel culture before cancel culture. <laughs> Again, not being political here, but this is baseball's version of cancel culture. <laughs> right. So, 
but <laughs> but to be fair, yeah, um, I'm glad their governing body is strict about it because yeah, you hit fifty something home runs and do steroids to do it, you're cheating. I'm sorry. Um, so that's needless to say. Um, you know, but Pujols, to my knowledge, has never been caught. I don't think he's ever been tested positive for it. No, so, I don't think so if that's the case, this should be this shouldn't even be a discussion when he's uh, eligible. This shouldn't even be a discussion. It should be the second you graze over his name. Uh, okay, ah, uh, so and so. Okay, what about so and so? Okay, maybe he's in. We'll come back to that. Albert Pujols. He's in. Uh, next player. He's. Uh, let's talk about this next player now. Okay, that's what it should be. No dispute. Right. Um. But um, let's head on to the NHL news now. Um, here's the thing. Um, Zach, I don't know if he's going to agree or disagree here. Um, of course, we know Zach Carmine, a very big hockey fan, um, very big hockey critic. But can I just say what happened in that Rangers and Capitals game? I've been waiting for for years. <laughs> Okay, we have not seen this kind of energy in so long, and I love it. This, to me, is hockey. This is true hockey, fighting. Um, again, the physical nature. What happened? Um, so the second period kicked off. Um, the Capitals and the Rangers got into four different fights the second the puck dropped. Um, all simultaneously on NBCSN. The game was on NBCSN. Uh, multiple fines were assessed. It all started because Tom Wilson from the uh, Washington Capitals, I guess he had an issue with a few of the Rangers earlier in the week, um, did a few dirty hits on him, and the Rangers wanted to get even on Wednesday. So um, should the, I guess the first question is should the NFL or should oh my gosh. NHL. Should the NHL have suspended him instead of fining him for what happened in Monday's game? Uh, yeah. I think suspending him for, like, a, a game or two would have definitely mm. proven a point. You shouldn't be making a tweet and, like, trying to um, what? target after the Rangers. No, no. Like what, the, Rangers, the Rangers tweet was totally out of line, okay? Mm -hmm. um, you don't bash your league on Twitter. Right. Sorry, that'd be that'd be like me going on Twitter right now and saying Zach Carmian is a huge douchebag and he doesn't belong on this channel. Yeah. Um. Of course, I don't think that. Um. Maybe I don't. No, I'm kidding. I really don't think that. But that would be like me sitting here and bashing Zach and Nathaniel. Yeah. Because we're on the same network. Just because they said something on their show, I don't know what they said on their show, but. It's just an example. You don't go and bash your upper uh, people or your uh, colleagues, right? Um. So the sorry, the Rangers were in the wrong there. Um, Zach Wilson or Tom Wilson should have been fined. Um, and he should have been suspended. Um, you want to put an emphasis on player safety. You should have suspended him. Um. So of course, I believe this is the last time these two teams meet for the regular season but can we see this brew over in the future or is this just done at this point now that everything's been assessed no i think it's going to be like a rivalry like they're a legit rivalry where like temper is going to fly and you're mm -hmm. going to see um a bunch of fights unfortunately when I... something like that happens it doesn't just go away so it's going to probably take a while for it to kind of go away and mm -hmm. i think it'll probably carry over for maybe a couple more seasons if not a couple more games mm -hmm. and maybe just go away until you know you kind of just well you know we're making a mm -hmm. point to you you know you need to understand it so so here's the thing i know i just said fighting is good for hockey but what happened on monday night i did see a few clips of it i believe one 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 was slammed into the ice uh one rangers player was slammed into the ice spot without a helmet on um there's a difference between fighting uh hockey you know skirt uh, um you know tugging and punching of the yeah. jerseys 
um, tugging the jerseys, punching the player. And there's also just total dirty, um, putting them in the boards, causing injury. There's there's a difference. Um, and there's a very, very fine line. Um, I'm pretty sure this was like what, more like a brawl than what, it was an actual fight. Yeah, but what happened Monday night was crossing the line. Mm-hmm. It was crossing the line. That that has no place in hockey. Oh, None. That has no place in any sport. Yeah, I was just about except to say. except boxing and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it has no place in ball and stick sports. Right. Okay. What happened on Wednesday has a place in hockey, in well, American hockey. Worse. It could have been a lot worse. They could have um, used their sticks and actually like whooped each other's asses. Yeah, but that's, they just were f- flying fists. That has so no. That has no place in hockey either. Okay. No. You want to fight in hockey? You square up. Okay. You want to fight in hockey? Square up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Slamming them into the ice? No. Plain no. and simple. Especially without a helmet. Okay, that was dirty, and I admit that Tom Wilson should have been suspended. Heck, he probably should have been suspended for the rest of the season for that. Um, You know, because that to me is ignorant when it comes to player safety. Totally ignorant. Um, That'd be like tackling Aaron Rodgers without a helmet and going full speed into him. Okay, right. that is dirty, and that is not okay. Um, you know, or so you could be in like, you know, Nanamakan Sioux. and and the Rangers social media team. And keep in mind, I studied communications. Um, mm-hmm. the Rangers social media team should never. They stooped to their level. Okay, mm-hmm. they should have never tweeted what they tweeted. They should have never said what they said. You want to say it behind closed doors, fine. But don't bring this up on social media in front of millions of people that are viewing this. Um, this is what starts shit like this, okay? Um, it was not a shit fest. It was enjoyable, but it was uh, not okay. Let's put no. it that way. There were lines crossed by both teams. Nobody was in the right here. The Rangers could have taken the high road and said... We'll show them next game and just stayed off the social media. Um, again, I admit the player pre- or the NFLPA president or whoever assessed this fine was in the wrong. Okay. Right. But to let it take care of itself. Um, you know, if it continues, he's going to get punished. Um, but again, um, there was a fine line that was crossed. That's all I'm going to say by both parties. Um, and I can't wait to see this rivalry in the future. This is going to be hell on ice for a little while. Now, this rivalry could be like beginning to be like that Celtics-Lakers rivalry back in the so Exactly. We'll um, see what happens. We'll see. Um, so now let's go on, though. We got Tinkle on this. Um, we have a couple. We have a few. Um, I'm going to read the one, though. Um, of course. Uh, so the New York Yankees uh, hosted the Houston Astros. Uh, first time the Yankees fans have seen Astro- the Astros at Yankee Stadium since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, since the cheating allegations came out, the trash can banging. Um, the Yankees were the team that lost to the Astros the year they won and the year they cheated. They lost in the championship round. Um, and the Yankees fans didn't forget they booed the crap out of Jose Altuve. They were chanting, fuck Altuve. They were (laughs) booing. They booed constantly. For nine innings straight, they booed the Astros. Um, they made their presence known, and for that, we gotta say, tinkle on this, Houston Astros. Yeah. Um, then Jason's got the other. Yeah, everybody. This man wanna throw a, wants to throw a <laughs> old school with, you Uh-oh. know, NASCAR throwback, right? Yeah, NASCAR throwback weekend. So, NASCAR throwback weekend. This man straight up shaved his sides, shaved 
down here. Now, what does he have left? That Dale oh, Earnhardt had a uh, pedo stash. Let's put up some of the memes. I'm going to put up some of the memes on, memes on the screen while I respond to this. Um, <laughs> so, of course, um, yeah, I just felt with throwback weekend, I wanted to get into the spirit. If you saw out of turn four on Tuesday, um, you saw that I had this on during our live stream. Um, I thought it would be cool. Um, and it did turn out the way I thought it would. Um, one of the memes I made, I kind of crucified myself with that. So, um, but of course, thanks Mitchell for the meme ideas. Um, of course, um, <laughs> as soon as the sentence, this is coming off by the way. So, um, I just thought I'd keep it for the sake of you guys get a good laugh out of this. So, um, it's going to be gone for the next show. I promise you that. Um, and with that, we want to say thank you guys for watching. We will be back next week. Um, and, of course, we'll have some more news to talk about. So until then, guys, goodbye, everyone.